Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Part 1, Chapter 7 of The Mad King by Edgar Rice Burroughs. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Real Leopold Two hours later, a horseman pushed his way between tumbled and tangled briars along the bottom of a deep ravine. He was hatless, and his stained and ragged khaki betokened much exposure to the elements and hard and continued usage. At his saddle-bow, a carbine swung in its boot, and upon either hip was strapped a long revolver. Ammunition in plenty filled the cross-belts that he had looped about his shoulders. Grim and warlike as were his trappings, no less grim was the set of his strong jaw, or the glint of his gray eyes, nor did the patch of brown stain that had soaked through the left shoulder of his jacket tend to lessen the martial atmosphere which surrounded him. Fortunate it was for the brigands of the late Yellow Franz that none of them chanced in the path of Barney Custer that day. For nearly two hours the man had ridden downward out of the high hills in search of a dwelling at which he might ask the way to Tom. But as yet he had passed but a single house, and that a long, untenanted ruin. He was wondering what had become of all the inhabitants of Lutha, when his horse came to a sudden halt before an obstacle which entirely blocked the narrow trail at the bottom of the ravine. As the horseman's eyes fell upon the thing, they went wide in astonishment, for it was no less than the charred remnants of the once beautiful grey roadster that had brought him into this twentieth-century land of medieval adventure and intrigue. Barney saw that the machine had been lifted from where it had fallen across the horse of the Princess von der Tann, for the animal's decaying carcass now lay entirely clear of it. But why this should have been done, or by whom, the young man could not imagine. A glance aloft showed him the road far above him, from which he, the horse, and the roadster had catapulted, and with the sight of it there flashed to his mind the fair face of the young girl in whose service the thing had happened. Barney wondered if Joseph had been successful in returning her to Tann, and he wondered, too, if she mourned for the man she had thought king, if she would be very angry should she ever learn the truth. Then there came to the American's mind the figure of the shopkeeper of Toffelberg, and the fellow's evident loyalty to the mad king he had never seen. Here was one who might aid him, thought Barney. He would have the will, at least and with the thought the young man turned his pony's head diagonally up the steep ravine side. It was a tough and dangerous struggle to the road above, but at last, by dint of strenuous efforts on the part of the sturdy little beast, the two finally scrambled over the edge of the road and stood once more upon level footing. After breathing his mount for a few minutes, Barney swung himself into the saddle again and set off toward Taffelberg. 
He met no one upon the road, nor within the outskirts of the village, and so he came to the door of the shop he sought without attracting attention. Swinging to the ground, he tied the pony to one of the supporting columns of the porch roof, and a moment later had stepped within the shop. From a back room the storekeeper presently emerged, and when he saw who it was that stood before him, his eyes went wide in consternation. "'It's the name of all the saints, your majesty,' cried the old fellow. "'That has happened. How comes it that you are out of the hospital and travel-stained as though from a long hard ride? I, I cannot understand it, sire.' "'Hospital?' queried the young man. "'What do you mean, my good fellow? I've been in no hospital.' "'You were there only last evening when I inquired after you of the doctor,' insisted the shopkeeper. "'Nor did any there yet suspect your true identity.' "'Last evening I was hiding far up on the mountains from Yellow Franz's band of cutthroats,' replied Barney. "'Tell me what manner of riddle you are propounding.' Then a sudden light of understanding flashed through Barney's mind. "'Man!' he exclaimed. "'Tell me, you have found the true king? He is in a hospital at Tafelberg?' "'Yes, your majesty. I have found the true king, and it is so that he was at the Tafelberg sanatorium last evening. It was beside the remnants of your wrecked automobile that two of the men of Tafelberg found you. One leg was pinioned under the machine which was on fire when they discovered you. Uh, they brought you to my shop, which is the first on the road into town, and not guessing your true identity, they took my word for it that you were an old acquaintance of mine, and without more ado, turned you over to my care. Barney scratched his head in puzzled bewilderment. He began to doubt if he were in truth himself, or, after all, Leopold of Lutha, as no one but himself could, by the wildest stretch of the imagination, have been in such a position, he was almost forced to the conclusion that all that had passed since the instant that his car shot over the edge of the road into the ravine had been but the hallucinations of a fever-excited brain, and that for the past three weeks he had been lying in a hospital cot instead of experiencing the strange and inexplicable adventures that he had believed to have befallen him. But yet the more he thought of it, the more ridiculous such a conclusion appeared, for it did not in the least explain the pony tethered without, which he plainly could see from where he stood within the shop, nor did it satisfactorily account for the blotch of blood upon his shoulder from a wound so fresh that the stain still was damp, nor for the sword which Joseph had buckled about his waist within Blentz's forbidding walls, nor for the arms and ammunition he had taken from the dead brigands, all of which he had before him as tangible evidence of the rationality of the past few weeks. "'My friend,' said Barney at last, "'I cannot wonder that you have mistaken me for the king, since all those I have met within Luther have leaped to the same error, though not one among them made the slightest pretense of ever having seen his majesty. A ridiculous beard started the trouble, and Later a series of happenings, no one of which was particularly remarkable in itself, aggravated it, until but a moment since I myself was almost upon the point of believing that I am the king. But, my dear Herr Kramer, I am not the king, and when you have accompanied me to the hospital and seen that your patient still is there, you may be willing to admit that there is some justification for doubts as to my royalty. The old man shook his head. I am not so sure of that, he said, for he who lies at the hospital 
providing you are not he or he you maintains as sturdily as do you that he is not leopold if one of you whichever be king provided that you are not one and the same and that i be not the only maniac in the sad model if one of you would but trust my loyalty and love for the true king and admit your identity then i might be of some real service to that one of you who is really leopold herr gott my words are as mixed as my poor brain if you will listen to me herr kramer said barney and believe what i tell you i shall be able to unscramble your ideas in so far as they pertain to me and my identity as to the man you say was found beneath my car and who now lies in the sanatorium of tafelberg i cannot say until i have seen and talked with him he may be the king and he may not be but if he insists that he is not i shall be the last to wish a kingship upon him i know from sad experience the hardships and burdens that the thing entails then barney narrated carefully and in detail the principal events of his life from his birth in beatrice to his coming to lutha upon pleasure he showed herr kramer his watch with his monogram upon it his seal ring and inside the pocket of his coat the label of his tailor with his own name written beneath it and the date that the garment had been ordered when he had completed his narrative the old man shook his head i cannot understand it he said and yet i am almost forced to believe that you are not the king direct me to the sanatorium suggested barney and if it be within the range of possibility i shall learn whether the man who lies there is leopold or another and if he be the king i shall serve him as loyally as you would have served me together we may assist him to gain the safety of tan and the protection of old prince ludwig if you are not the king said kramer suspiciously why should you be so interested in aiding leopold you may even be an enemy how can i know you cannot know my good friend replied barney but had i been an enemy how much more easily might i have encompassed my designs whatever they might have been had i encouraged you to believe that i was the king the fact that i did not must assure you that i have no ulterior designs against leopold this line of reasoning proved quite convincing to the old shopkeeper and at last he consented to lead barney to the sanatorium together they traversed the quiet village streets to the outskirts of the town where in large park-like grounds the well-known sanatorium of Tafelberg is situated in quiet surroundings. It is an institution for the treatment of nervous diseases to which patients are brought from all parts of Europe, and is doubtless Lutha's principal claim upon the attention of the outer world. As the two crossed the gardens which lay between the gate and the main entrance and mounted the broad steps leading to the veranda, an old servant opened the door and, recognizing Herr Kramer, nodded pleasantly to them. "'Your patient seems much brighter this morning, Herr Kramer,' he said, "'and has been asking to be allowed to sit up.' Uh, "'He is still here, then?' "'With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.' This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.